1: Calo Bancaro entering his second year with the Orlando Magic, looking to improve off of a Rookie of the Year campaign. Before we get into the nuts and the bolts, I want to ask you our icebreaker question of the day. It's funny to see people freak out over Taylor Swift going to NFL games. That's been a huge story the last week or so. It's just a normal Tuesday for you guys, though. Uh Do you, you ever get starstruck when you're playing in a game and you look courtside and you see, like, I can't
2: believe that person is here watching me play basketball. Um, I think I think it's maybe a, a five-second moment of like, oh, wow, look who it is. And then after that, you kind of get past it and, and play. Um, I think the one time I did that was in college. We played in Vegas, and Floyd Mayweather uh, was sitting courtside, and uh, he said, what's up? And uh, So I was starstruck a little bit after that, but I don't think I've kind of had a moment like that since. So the expectations
1: are high for you, for this team, but something tells me you, you're ready for it.
2: What kind of expectations have you put on yourself going into this season? Uh, just to be, you know, take that next step as a, la- as a leader, um, as a player as well. Uh, you know, just s- stepping it up in all aspects, I think, for me. Um, coming off year one, um, I learned a lot. Um, I messed up a lot, but uh, I think it was positive overall. Um, I was happy with how I played. And um, now I know what to expect. Uh, I'm More comfortable with the team, with the coaches, and I just am am, am more excited, I think, for this year um, with with everyone coming back healthy, um, the new faces we have, and, uh, you know, just the opportunity to kind of get a fresh start and compete for a playoff spot and to be one of the best teams in the East. Can you key us in on
1: what one of those lessons were that you learned last year, something you look back and and you clearly know, okay, that's – that's a part of this league that I need to improve on or I need to be ready for, something like that.
2: Yeah, I think for me it was just the, all the travel and the games adding up. Um, I think that was my first time going through that long of a season. So um, there was times where you're tired, you know, back-to-backs and didn't get the proper rest and whatnot. So I think just cleaning up on that this year is going to be huge for me. Um, it's going to help me a lot. And then um, I think also just realizing that it's a lot, it's a lot of games, 82 games is – a long season so you're gonna have some rough nights you're gonna have some off games um, so I think it matters now just how you respond to those I think that's my biggest thing is when I do have those off nights and whatnot like how do how am I gonna respond how am I gonna you know bounce back how am I gonna affect the game in the other way besides you know scoring or maybe playmaking you know how can I you know be the best for the team and you know do it do what uh, the team needs is there a different vibe
0: for yourself for the team this year compared to last off season where you're coming in as a rookie, a very young team, um, a lot of optimism around Orlando, but still kind of some skeptical critics out there. This year it feels like teams experienced, you've gotten your first year under your belt. What's the, is there a different vibe this year heading into season compared to
2: last year? Yeah, I think it's, uh, if I had to say it's more serious, uh, I think there's more expectations. Um, everyone's you know, healthy, you know, so there's not guys sitting out. Um, and I just think, yeah, more serious if, if I had to use one, one word to describe it. Um, I think guys are super focused this year, heading in, um, locked in, ready to compete. And, uh, you know, last year we didn't really get training camp because of a uh, hurricane. So I think guys are going to be ready and, and hungry to get out there and compete for these next three, four days and then head into preseason, build off that. And then, you know, by the time the regular season starts, we'll hit the ground running. Is so there a certain aspect of your game that um, you talked about, you get through the struggles of last
0: season, the ups and downs, certain aspect that you've been honing in on this off season and playing in
2: FIBA that you were trying to particularly work on? Yeah, I think, um, you know, my defensive focus, understanding coverages. Um, I think last year being a rookie, you know, my, my ability on defense was really never the problem. It was more just understanding positioning where I need to be on the floor when um went to you know rotate when to cover for guys like you know I didn't really have too much of a feel for that at the NBA level and so it was up and down a lot but I think playing in USA being around you know that high level of environment and then uh just with the film I've watched and the stuff I've improved on I think that's going to be a huge improvement um just being better defensively and then uh also being just a, a better decision maker I think I was good last year but you know made some rookie mistakes So being a better decision-maker with the ball and um, being more efficient as well as a scorer and a playmaker.
0: How about the uh, Coach Kerr was implementing you as a small ball five here and there throughout the stretches of FIBA. Going with this team, who Coach Mose talked about positionless basketball all of last year, how valuable was that experience playing the center position with a good group of guys for USA and how can you bring it over
2: this season with the Magic? yeah it was it was valuable for me you know because I remember my rookie year you know there were some times where I in practice or in the games where I I attempted to play five Mm -hmm. and you know, I didn't really know how to defend um, and drop coverage Uh, I didn't really know kind of what went into playing center um, because it wasn't as kind of simple as it may seem like there's a lot of nuances that go into it so I struggled but I think with USA and coach Kerr having me play that role um, I I learned how to do all those things clean up on all those things Um, I think I'm Much better in drop coverage. I'm much better switching um, one through five. Um, I'm much better screening and rolling and learning how to screen properly. Um, And so that helped me a lot. And, uh, you know, bringing it to this team um, it's just going to, you know, help me uh, be more versatile and uh, help the team in in more ways. We're
1: talking to Paolo Bancaro right here at Magic Media Day. Is the All-Star game a
2: goal of yours? Is that something that's on your list that you'd like to achieve for this season? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think every season you set a new set of goals or have a new set of goals. Uh, for me, I think all-star, all-NBA type player is uh, what I want to be. Um, but in order to get there, the first thing or the thing that matters most is uh, team success. You know, you can't be the worst team in the league and expect to be, you know, all-star or whatever else. You know, you got to win. You got to show up on, the, on your team's record. And so team success is the most the most important thing for me, um, helping us get to where we want to be, which is the playoffs. So load management such a big part of the NBA conversation. The, the
1: league has put new rules in place and all of that. You're a young star, and and there are people that pay money because they want to see you play basketball. Is that a burden that you carry? Is that something that you think about where you feel like, i got to suit up today, even if I don't quite feel like it because I might have somebody out there that wants to
2: see me play tonight? I mean, yeah, I think that's – that's one of the biggest things as a player is you know the NBA we're here for the fans you know the fans is what keep this league going um and so when you are a marquee player or really I think any player um you know you kind of have a duty to show up and play um to the best of your ability if you're able to you know if you're injured you shouldn't be out there but you know if you're sore or maybe a little dinged up you know I don't I don't think unless it's really detrimental to yourself or the team I think you should be out there um and you know last year i think i played 75 games um and i wanted i was pissed i didn't play 82 uh, i had an ankle injury that kept me out a little bit so you know i want to be 82 game player um not only for the fans but for the team so uh that's what i'm trying to do uh let's wrap with this i've been asking everybody
1: such a tight-knit group so connected in the locker room you can just see it who's the guy that you think makes it all happen there's always a glue guy in any group who do you
2: think that is Who's the guy that makes it all happen in terms of just like team, like togetherness in togetherness.
1: the locker room,
2: camaraderie? I give that I give that uh, tag to Cole Anthony. I think he, you know he's universally liked by all the teammates, all the coaches, everyone in in the building. Um, he never never lets you uh, not not know that he's here, present. You know he's always going. You're always going to hear his voice. You're going to see him. Uh, you know acting a fool, being himself. Um, but we love him. And uh, I think he's that glue guy that we all look towards and know that, you know, if there's one guy that is going to make sure that, you know, his voice is being heard and, he you know, he's slapping five and, you know, being a great teammate is Cole.
1: Just know you got the city buzzing right now. People are excited about Magic basketball, and you're a really big reason why. Paolo Bancaro, kind enough to give us some of his time today here at Magic Media Day. Thanks so
2: much. Best of luck this season. Yes, sir. I appreciate it.
0: 18 plus.